Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts, Greg and Mike. Hello. Tonight our subject is going to be about a voicemail and a topic that one of our listeners brought up and we thought it was a good topic to talk about, rant about. So, Mike, go ahead and play that voicemail. Okay, here we go. Hey guys, Jeff from Houston or the Meandering Mouse here. just want to say that your um, last show, getting back to your typical format, has been awesome. Probably one of my favorites. But uh, I was just thinking for uh, thinking of an idea for your next one of your next shows. I don't know if you've covered this in depth or not. You probably mentioned something about it. But uh, one thing that pisses me off about what's happening at Epcot is the whole characterization thing with the uh, Nemo coming on board. I just think it's unnecessary out there at Epcot. And um, the original plans for Epcot, I think, you know, called for not doing that. Uh, Again, I don't know if, how much you guys have discussed it. I think we might even discuss it during my interview portion of your show, just briefly. But um, as the uh, Nemo attraction gets closer to fruition, I think it's uh, something, uh, I don't know, of interest to talk about. Anyways, I uh, hope you all are doing well, and uh, looking forward to the next show. Take care. Okay. Some of you might recognize that voice. Did you recognize the voice, Greg? The Meandering Mini? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was, okay, that was funny. Um, that was <laughs> that was Jeff from Houston checking in, <laughs> and yeah, he had he had a suggestion for a topic. As you might have heard, he wanted us to talk about. Um, why Disney let characters into Epcot? He knows as they started out w- without any Disney characters there, and in years, in the intervening years, they've invaded. And yeah, quite a bit. I mean, originally, I remember watching the original opening, dedicated ceremonies, whatever on TV. Since I blew it with my vacation a week or two before they opened, and I seem to remember Mickey and Goofy out there in the little spaceman costumes or whatever but that was it wasn't supposed to be about the characters this was something totally different uh, you know at that time it was epcot center it was still somewhat portrayed as the vision walt had though we all knew it was you know kind bit, of a far stretch from what he had yeah. really envisioned but anyways it was a new park and it wasn't the magic kingdom it wasn't disneyland it was something unique and yeah you weren't going to see the characters everywhere by the time I was there in 86, and I've been going through all my pictures uh, working on my website, I seem to remember they were doing some kind of thing with the double-decker bus where the characters... Yeah, we caught would, one of those. Yeah, would ride around... Oh, no, where the characters went around, I think, World Showcase. But they were still not real prevalent, as far as I remember, in 86. But now, you know, Mickey Plush, uh, the shit's everywhere. Uh, and, you know, ah, i am kind of got a mixed bag of feelings about that. I mean, yeah, it's kind of cool to see the gang in a kilt or in a kimono, but do they really need the mouse and his gang in well, Epcot? Well, I, okay. Do they need? No. What? What is it? Is it meeting a need or is it not meeting a need? Is it... Responding to some feedback somewhere, well, gee, this place is no good for my kids because you know Mickey ain't hanging out here. Uh, 
Was it a response to that? Was it a response to some sort of feedback or customer survey that, gee, I wish I could run into Goofy dressed as a uh, as a Norse man? As a matter of fact, that was, <laughs> he, he is. I have a picture from my trip in 1990. Norway had just opened recently, and Goofy was running around dressed as a Viking. Well, of course, obviously right then they were probably taking advantage of a new opening and pimping every you know, possibility out of it at the time. Uh, you know, I I don't know. I don't need them there. <laughs> Excuse me. It's not necessary for me. But I, you know, I've been listening to WDW today. Um, I think there's an average three or four guys on that show usually. And I've heard them comment more than once about they don't want to be educated at Epcot. They like, seems to me, that what I got out of it is they like more of the thrill rides, the things that weren't so preaching, so educational, um, that, you know, other than that, you know, the kids didn't like the parks until they had more exciting things to do. You know, and I personally kind of disagree. I think that's what made that park very cool is that it had a slice of entertainment and you got some information out of it at the sure. same time. Every and, every attraction of Future World had some sort of educational aspect to it. Yeah, but yet they were fun. Yeah, uh, sure. You know. Spaceship Earth is one big great... Is one big, one great big history lesson. Yeah, you know mankind's achievements in communication. <laughs> yeah, don't forget, <laughs> don't forget the was AT and T tie in back then. I think. But, yeah, no, uh, I just uh, I don't know if I read it or heard it on what I've listened to so many freaking podcasts in the last week trying to catch up with all the the shows. I don't remember which one I heard this on or read it on. There in the Greek scene. So the story goes that two of the figures are, are now this didn't make sense to me, leftovers from the Hall of Presidents, so it might be Grant <laughs> and someone else. I'm not sure how you how you could have a leftover have a left in the Hall of Presidents, president. but <laughs> maybe you made a couple extra skins or you forgot or one was a little bit flawed so they can hold the mask in front of it. And, oh, okay. you know, I don't know. It, they just said leftover, and you know, <laughs> leftover implies they can't too many presidents, which sure. I, I haven't quite figured out how that happens. Now, granted, one president was a president twice without two terms in a row, and I don't remember who that is. Uh, uh, who was that? Well, anyways, I can see someone, some dumbass not knowing their history. Grover Cleveland. Was Grover. Making two Grovers because they're like, okay, number 36, uh, that's uh, George W. number 39. So, you know, they, and they go on and they, they end up with two Grovers. I can see that happening because, you know, you hire minimum wage employees and sometimes <laughs> something like that can happen. But sure. Um, I don't know. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But, uh, you know, I think there's it's that whole synergy, total Aww. Disney package thing going on where they, they feel like they need to have them in all the parks. And I think they work in the studio. They work in Animal Kingdom. That's all fine and good. But, again, now we've Pixar'd oh, yeah. Epcot with Nemo. So we're pimping uh, oh, Nemo. That, that over, was another thing that, that Jeff... That was actually probably, I think, the straw that broke his the back. The straw, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, when, when I was there last year uh, in March, we went in and they had some kind of Nemo things you could kind of stand around take your picture with. But it hadn't really done the total pimping out yet. I don't. If Turtle Talk was there, I didn't notice it. Uh, and then when we went in August, it was down for rehab, and there was the sign outside with all the Nemo characters so you could stand and whore yourself out with those guys in the park. <laughs> um, I, I, 
I'll, I guess we can be lucky to say we have Lion King over in the Land Pavilion because it, otherwise, you know, it's it's the the creeping crud of Pixar uh, coming up again. And I, you know, I should say I love Pixar movies. I I think I've liked them all. I really like Cars, and I really like Same the here. short one man band that, that came with Cars. But geez, I mean, we don't <laughs> we don't need them in every nook and cranny. Living or the Living Seas was a fine attraction. Yeah, even did, with, with the hokey hydrolators and everything, it was a great attraction. So, why do we have to have Pixar everywhere? Find, you know, put Pixar over in the studios at Disney World. I mean, that's a movie-based theme sure, park. Put sure. them there. So, anyway, I, I really, I'm waiting to see if the uh, Tomorrowland Speedway or yeah. the Disneyland Utopia becomes, becomes the Cars track. The Cars. And if I hear someone say Autotopia anymore I, I i i thought maybe i was saying it wrong so i went and looked at the sign again i stood there and i stared now let's autopia. no there's only one t in there that's right autotopia it just drives me insane it's like jeff when i say soaring instead of soaring <laughs> autotopia drives me insane it's like you know read it right but anyways All right. i digress yeah <clears throat> yeah well, so, so i you know how accurate i am <laughs> <laughs> yeah not very um, exactly. Okay, but other than Pixar, okay, well, yeah, fuck, you know, the Pixar and the Living Seas, again, we're cheapening down the the look to the future and what possibly could be in our future or how we're, de- we're developing technologies in the future for the cheap thrill of the latest animation hit. Uh, you know, I, I just think of how... How much more diluted these places are going to be in another ten years? Well, Epcot's twenty-five, right? No, Epcot's not twenty-five. Epcot it's was going 82. to be. It's going to be twenty-five. Yeah. Um, well, it's twenty-five later this year. So, okay. in twenty-five years, how many years of those twenty-five did they keep keep the vision? I don't want to say pristine, but you know, it's fairly close to to true. Well, like I say, when I was there in 86, I don't remember the, the stores in Epcot having a lot of Mickey stuff. I think it was still somewhat pure to the best of my memory. I mean, it's been... 1990 wasn't too bad. I quite I, some I, years I ago. You know, you found figments, you found things like sure. that. Maybe maybe one or two Mickeys in a the spacesuit, but not... I mean, that what is it, Mouse Gears or whatever the store is now in uh, the Communicore yeah, area? Yeah, yeah. I that's mean, a it's, huge, it's that's a huge. Oh, story. it's one big Saul-stopping, <laughs> you know, uh, mouse fest shopping thing. I mean, it's it's okay. Um, Saul would be scared in that store. I think it would be overwhelming for but him. But Figment was the only real character in Epcot when it first. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, think I actually one. have a plush I brought home from '86 somewhere around in this house. Still, All right, so. so 1990 is still pretty good. So that's eight. So ten years, right? Ninety two, ninety seven. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know where it really went nuts. I mean, other to, other than Pixar just coming in in the last what year for the Living Seas, last year, year and a half. It's you know, yes, more more of the mouse stuff, more of the typical Disney family of characters have been more prevalent in the stores and walking around. I actually. Don't mind the character so much over in World Showcase. World Show, thank you, World Showcase, rather than Future World, because sure. it is kind of cool to see them uh, 
in their native land. But th- that whole thing that you have to watch about, you know, the whole thing at Disneyland, you, you, if you have Mickey on Main Street, you better not have Mickey at the hub. Maybe <laughs> Mickey can be back at Toontown at the same time, but you don't want to be in too yeah. close yeah. proximity to have some kid go, oh, my God, there's two of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, you know, if you go from, you're just in Mexico and you've seen uh, Me- Mexican Mickey, and then you get over to Norway and there's Norwegian Mickey, and it's like, wait, uh, how did he get over there and change his clothes so quick? I mean, you you got to be careful on some of those kind of things, but I think it, they do kind of work in the World Showcase thing, eh, to a point, not at nauseum, but to a point, I think they're okay. Personally, I'd rather see authentic street entertainment than sure. Mickey, Pluto, Donald, whatever, in their costume, but, <coughs> oh, sorry, excuse me. That's okay. All right, so now that, now that I think about it, the Living Seas is the first pavilion to really get uh, ba- bastardized, as I was going to say, with okay. with out-of-place Disney character stuff. I mean, forget the fact that they've ripped imagination all to hell, uh, but... I mean, energy's still intact, pretty much. Different host, but same same preachy show. Yeah, but, you know, in a lot of ways, that's, you know, I'm not a huge Ellen fan, though I do find her funny. I remember the previous show by Exxon, and, uh, you that, know. That was preachy. I mean, <laughs> oh, gosh, preachy, that. somewhat dry. I'm... I'm I was more fascinated by the, te- wire, by the little wire in the crowd. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, I know. I was fascinated by the technology of the building, the solar power, the little wire under the ground that controlled those huge ride vehicles. You got a little short trip through some dinosaurs, which was kind of cool. But the big screens of Exxon platforms drilling oil and, you know, the, all that stuff. Eh, okay, this is a little more contemporary, uh, you know, Modern entertainment, if you will, but I don't find a big thing problem with that. I mean, Walt knew how to use his actors to promote his things, so sure. why not use uh, property properties of present Disney to do that in a tasteful way? And I actually think the the whole Jeopardy dream thing is actually somewhat uh, enter- it's entertaining. Yet you're getting a little bit of um, knowledge out of it. I, I, I think sure. it, it, that one is a pretty good balance. Now, I understand when. That show first went in. The name wasn't so good. I, somewhere, somewhere I read or heard it was called like inter, uh, Ellen's, Ellen's, Ellen's Energy, Energy Disaster. Disaster. No, Energy. no, there was yeah, there was some. <laughs> excuse me, other twist that it wasn't so attractive. Now I've read that. I've never seen that, but I read or heard it on a podcast. And you know how much you can believe about everything sure. you hear in podcasts. Podcast, so. Yeah. But anyways, I kind of like that one. Unfortunately, I only saw the. Um, the big gold dome once the uh, health and life pavilion yeah, yeah wonders of life and wonders well, of life and I and the, the ride and I forgot about cranium command and I didn't go see it and I'm like oh crap I it's when I first heard about it I'm like this sounds really cool got to see it blah 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 I went in there and I'm like oh my god there's a bunch of freaking kids running around it's like a zoo it's like little place of just let the little rugrats run and go do all these hands on things and my son and I were like okay we've done the ride let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> But uh, and that's what, you know it's funny is that's an old concept for an attraction. That pavilion goes has years where it go, I mean I, I how's that I worded that wrong. I read about that years before they ever put it in. I, and I 
here I I'd kind of forgot about it and thought, oh, this is a uh, kind of a new thing under Eisner, a little preachy, health and life. But that idea had been around for quite some time. And, just and now it's gone. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I hear sometimes it might come back. It's on a hiatus, and then I hear it's being used for cast member gatherings and corporate gatherings and things like that. It's really too bad because I think the uh, the simulator ride was you know, not that bad. So, yeah, you want to make you yak by the end, but, you know, it's little fluid motion. Yeah, but I can handle know. the Gravitron. I, I, can't you, handle, yeah. I can't handle the flow. You can almost walk past that pavilion and not know it's there. I well, mean, that's what some people out there in the Internet land do, to contribute its demise is that, oh, they let the bushes grow up too high and no one sees it. Uh, so you know, they don't go uh, some of that might be warranted. I, I don't know totally. But anyways, um, yeah, that's... Uh, anyway, the point I was getting to is that Pixar moved, you know, Nemo moved in Living Seas... Um, Mickey plush and and character merchandise has just blasted the Communicore or what are the Innoventions area, um, and now you see characters all over World Showcase. Big deal. They take the bus ride, but uh, to me, I think the greatest problem is the Living Seas going from a education of the oceans to being some Nemo ride. I mean, yeah, you, well, I mean, you go down the hydrolators, you get on the Omnimover. Welcome to Sea Base Alpha, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you, you know, Alan yeah, at Park well, Hobby yeah. has the, a the, ride the through you can find yeah. it. But. The thing I don't like now is you can bypass the hydrolators. Now, some people probably think that's an added plus not to go into the kind of hokey hydrolator. <laughs> but at that one time, there was the a show. ride vehicle. You went down the hydrolators, you got on a ride vehicle, you went around the tank, you got yeah. to see the water. Yeah. And now it's like, well... Go left or go right. And I'm telling my son, let's let's do the hydrolators. You've never seen them. I, it's it's a it's a cool thing, and you know it's still as hokey as it is. You know I've kind of fond memories of when I first saw that, so I, I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, I, I just yeah, they've kind of I think stripped down that thing. I mean, it was all about seeing the manatees, the cute animals, all the kind of scientific stuff was kind of gone. It's you know. I think I was somewhat depressed seeing it compared to what it used to be. Yeah, it's ho-hum now. Eh. Yeah, and see, what a lot of people... I think Epcot may have suffered some of the ho-humness. As, as Eisner came in and started to really build up that resort, they started to get far more contemporary with a lot of their themes and, and what they're doing. Okay, instead of showing... A, you know, talking about a ride or a movie that's 50 years old in a ride, let's do something contemporary. Let's put new stuff in. Let's let's hit you with what we're doing now, the whole synergy, sell the whole package deal. Uh, I mean, shoot, I, it's my kind of my complaint to Disneyland it, on some of the rides I want to get rid of. We're talking about movies that sometimes your kids haven't even seen, <laughs> maybe half heard of. Let's, let's put in something more contemporary, Beauty and the Beast, uh, uh, Ariel, uh, you know, whatever, something... Up to date. I mean, it's people have been bitching about the Tarzan yeah. Treehouse. Yeah, Tarzan Treehouse is new. People people relate to that. Swiss Family Robinson. My kids like. Is that a movie? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, a pretty good movie. Yeah, but uh, it's fun. Oh uh, gosh. And so you know, so why not be a little more contemporary? Was it done the best? Eh, you yeah. know, that's it's a matter of opinion. What was the old? Th- 
treehouse. You walked through it. You saw it crap a, from the movie. It was a diorama, essentially. Yeah. So like, now you go through, and okay, yeah, some of the statues they put in there, a little cartoony, but then again, it is a cartoon. Yes. Um, so what's I, I kind of like the little bridge you have to go over now, and uh, you climb up the one side and all that. That's kind of cool, but yeah, I, I don't know. You're never going to please everybody. So you got to, I, I guess, keep, appeal somewhat but, to the masses. That goes but, back to statements I was making on our last show, <laughs> is that you make changes, but just make good ones. You know, uh, again, change? good good in whose opinion? Because what's good for you may not be good for the next guy. Like uh, I'm saying, popular response, it. popular response. You know, when something's popular and everyone's using it or writing it or using you know, or going on it, that's a good decision. When it's a bad decision, you know, when you're the poo. Um, hey, now, come on. What's wrong with the pile of poo? <laughs> okay, um, when you're the poo. No, there's no ride for it. I mean, there's no line for it. It's always uh, five minutes and you're on. So, not, I don't not know. the I best decision. I haven't experienced a lot of the short ones. Of course, when it first opened, everybody's got to run and see what it is. So, sure. it was long then. But by, con- by contrast, Monsters, Inc., I think, is going to have a better uh, It's result. starting to slow down. Sure. It's starting to slow down sure. a little, too. But it's not going to be walk-on like Pooh is. Well, when I was at Disney World, Pooh wasn't a walk-on until almost closing time. And at Disneyland, the last... I, see, I don't always get all the way back there unless... You know, if I look at Splash and I don't feel like waiting or doing a fast pass, I don't walk all, all the way around so I don't go check it out. But I know it's... You know, I, it's got some quaintness, to, you know, the ride vehicles coming outside. You know my bitch about it, about taking out an attraction that still drew people. Not a lot of people. Now, granted... You no. had two theaters. You could have went to one theater and done a ride and done so. You know, they kind of took the cheap way out, I, th- I think. But <coughs> Again, it was it was change almost for change's sake. I, I don't think it was change for change's sake. Remember, you got to have butts in the seat to keep something. And I don't think in general, now I, someone could correct me out there, but uh, in general, I don't believe that the the country bear was drawn huge crowds, especially to fill two theaters. No, probably not to fill two theaters, but Chris, uh, Christmas it, te- it seemed to be oh, the best damn. time of the year for that. Yeah, okay. But, you know, uh, uh, America sings. That wasn't fading out, wasn't it? No. Are you positive? Well, you, you having a little well, nostalgic look at it, thinking it was? Well, I mean, was, I liked America sings, but I, I think. After about ten them? years of it, I'm kind of going. We could do something a little more. That show was what thirteen years old. When they, uh, I know it closed in '88. Yeah, didn't you go there the yes. closing day? I was on the last public performance of America Sings. You are such a DF. <laughs> no, I was not. The people who brought their albums to ride the ride with them. Oh, okay. I should have sent. I should have sent mine with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I gotta say that I have some nostalgic feelings for that attraction. I, you know, I had ridden and loved Carousel of Progress, and I was disappointed when it left. I kind of fell in love with America Sings. It was quirky. It was different. It had it had some funny stuff. Uh, it was enjoyable. Plus, it had a lot of AA figures, which uh, yeah, I just dig. So, I mean, it was it was a fun ride. But I really thought when it closed, we were going to see something new and exciting. And that's 
that's where my biggest disappointment is. You know, if you if you make a decision to make a new attraction, good or bad, you do something new. When you close it and it's empty, and it's obviously empty for a long period of time, that is when I, I kind of have to draw a line saying, come on, guys, you, you got to be able to do something. I go to... That I've been bitching about the lucky fortune cookie thing over at uh, GCA, <laughs> which I've never seen open. Yeah, the and, Chinese food, you can't get Chinese food anymore. It was open at the beginning. Well, I'm sure at one point or another it was open, but now it just looks like this empty hall that it's just that I, if I was an employee of Disney, I'd be embarrassed by that. I mean, it's it's just, it's like do something with it. I do have an idea for that area, but I'll save that for my other show. Yeah, okay, so, good. What other show? Yeah. Oh, no, we're not plugging yet. Yeah. No plugs yet. <laughs> I'm measuring my way. Okay, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, where was I going before? I don't know. Um, about, uh, Winnie the Pooh. No, I talked about that. America Sings. Um, oh, I just wanted to comment that last public performance of America Sings. Yeah. Horrible. Everyone's singing along. You know, uh, so it's like talk. going on the, the like mansion going, on like a bad on, day with yeah, all the, the yeah. APs there. Yeah, yeah. So everyone's yeah. talking the lyrics or talking the stuff and screaming and yelling. And I mean, it was. All it needed was some beer, and it would have been a great party, but <laughs> it was yeah. just... So you, you really needed to ride the second to last to really have a good final performance versus sure. the one you were on. Because, believe me, there was pe- we were, you know, I was with a group of people that were waiting specifically for the last show. Oh, I'm sure. For that I'm, night. I'm sure you were there with a lot of DFs. It wasn't that, I mean, it wasn't that... Okay. What's a lot? Yeah. I mean, half the theater, maybe. Okay. All right. But so it was wasn't, a, so there again, last day of a beloved attraction that oh my god, they get you can't get rid of, and the theater was only half full. But it was it was Sunday night. It was a I don't Sunday. give a sh- don't give a oh, crap what night on. it was. It was if it's that great, and you were trying to save oh, it, you didn't want see. it to leave. You'd you'd be packing that place full. I'm thinking again. A, that was that was pre-internet. So if that would have been today, you know, there might have been a lot of talking. The only, what? The only reason I knew about it was you know Rich. Right, right. Richard. Now, today, I, I, I'd almost guess that Disney tries to keep a lid more on that now when they're going to close something that might be somewhat controversial. It might be rumors floating around, but I sometimes oh, think yeah. that the actual day of closing might vary or not be as published as much. But Lou got lucky and got a ride through, excuse me, video of Horizon because the guy said, you better ride it because it's going to be gone in a you know, week or two. And he Really? Yeah, that's what he was telling me. Yeah. So. Oh, I got Lou's uh, I got Lou's gift in the mail here. I uh, so did I. I. I don't know that I would publish that, but um, yeah, it was very good. I I need to call him and talk to him and thank him about that. So yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. But anyways, we're really talking more about Epcot. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, as long as we don't start to see, well, you know, what did I hear? What was the complaint? I think it was on. Walt Disney World Today or what, what WDW Today, uh, they were talking about Space Shooter. They were doing a kind of a round robin of all the, the attractions. And I don't remember if it was a complaint, but it was definitely with some sarcasm, I think, that um, when you, you know, you're talking about communication through the area, you get to the era where there's TV and movies, and what are they showing? They're showing Disney stuff. <laughs> but why wouldn't you? There was football, I think, on TV, too, but... I mean, it's a Disney park. What do you want to show? Universal stuff? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, you know. Um, uh, I just when when I hear those kind of things, I just got to kind of laugh sometimes and say, 
Jeez, um, I mean, what what would you expect? I mean, I, I don't get it. Ah, oh, that makes sense to me. Yeah. But just because it makes sense to me doesn't mean it's going to make sense to the rest of the world. Right. Yes, that, that is true. No, All right. So, so I don't know what. Epcot, <laughs> I think, has been kind of, you know, taken for granted and, and, and Disney bastardized in, in a lot of ways. Well, Living uh, Seas, definitely. And then uh, Imagination well, Pavilion, a close, or excuse me, the attraction in the Imagination yeah, Pavilion, yeah. a close second. Well, when you, when you think about what Epcot was supposed to be about, right? The future, the optimistic future, yes. the technology, a showcase for American technology. Thank God, so far, we don't have any sponsors that at least I can think of off the top of my head that might be a foreign technology. For instance, if Sony was sponsoring Spaceship Earth, I think I might have, you know, a slight coronary because really? it's it's supposed to be a showcase of American technology. Really? Okay. American so enterprise. Have I screwed up if I missed one? Because I think that would be a major wait a faux pas. Wait a second. Who is rumored? Don't, don't give me Fuji film or some of those no, kind of no, things. No, 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 no. Who's rumored to be the new sponsor for Space of Earth? I thought Siemens was the yes, new sponsor. Siemens. Is, is Siemens a foreign country? Or a foreign... <laughs> Not a foreign, a foreign country. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes. Foreign company? Yes. Are they? I didn't know They're that. They're from Germany. Oh, my God. The, the Krauts are coming yes. in. Yes. My grandmother worked for Siemens before World War II. Really? Yes. See, I knew it, there was something wrong with your family. Okay, thanks. <laughs> they were a big company back then. Oh, what a bummer. I didn't know that. See, but again, are we now selling selling Walt's vision out now? Uh, but then again, the park is kind of a sellout to Walt's original vision anyway. Sure. Um, but well, it's supposed to be American technology, showcasing American technology. Yeah, okay, how about, how about the little transplant of interventions right here in our backyard? I know. they got What's that stupid robot? What is yeah. that guy? Uh, Honda. Honda's a little uh, uh, Osimo, yeah, right? Okay, I guess Honda. you could you and could probably say that all these companies, I'm guessing here, the stretch, now again, that's Disneyland and not Epcot, the stretch would be they probably have an American corporation that is held by their yes, parent yeah, company. Yeah. Honda and, makes cars in the United States. They well, there, there is a Honda America, like there's a Hyundai yes, America, yes. there's a whatever America. It's an American company that's owned by, by the, the, yes, yeah. okay. Still, we're talking Epcot, which, again, I could probably look that up in a book right here on my shelf somewhere. This talks about a showcase of American ingenuity and technology and all that. So I didn't know. Siemens didn't sound like a German name to me. No, they're Germany. Well, you know, remember back in, was it in the 80s, everybody was moaning and groaning. The Japanese were buying everything. You know, the they banks, the this, the that. And you know who owns? And it's, Now, this goes back to the 80s, and I heard this on the radio, so I'll, I'll say that much. I'm not spouting this as 100% knowledge. But when they when they were saying, they were kind of like asking the the radio audience a question: Who do you think owns more land in this country? And of course, everybody's like the Japanese. Everything's going, you know, it's Sumitomo Bank. It's this, it's that. And I don't even think Sumitomo is Japanese. I think it's Korean. Korean. Regardless, it was the Canadians. Blame Canada. Well, think about it. When you see a name like Sumitomo, or though you know, it's obviously foreign because it's it's a, a small minority of our population. You see Sinclair or um, may, maybe a French name that doesn't really stand out or uh, an English name, you're just going to think it's another you know white bread American. 
<laughs> you wouldn't necessarily think Canada. I mean, if you knew how many actors and actresses were Canadian, Canadian every time yeah. I turn around, it's a, it's another Canadian. So that's why you know the, the good running joke about blame Canada. I mean, it's, every time you turn around, some Canadian actors coming down. Here I was, I was watching the behind the scenes of Lost, one of my my favorite shows, and a lot yeah. of people don't like it, but I like it. The I like the, Lost. the the hot chick. Uh, yeah, she's Canuck. She's Canadian. She almost didn't get in because they had to prove that they couldn't get an American actress that they had to have her. I'm like, well, wait, you know. What? Shoot the, yeah, it was a whole it's a whole process of immigration. They were saying if you could find an actress that fits the bill that is American, you need to hire her, hire her first before you bring in this person because she was at that time an unknown. So yeah, yeah, it wasn't like saying, oh, we need Michael J. Fox. He's Canadian. You know, let's bring him in. He's a known quantity, blah, blah, blah. Well, at that point, she's unknown. And they're figuring, if you're just going to take this unknown, you can find an unknown in, in America and employ one of our own. That, that was what they were. Now, that's all coming off the DVD. That's what they said, not me. So. All right. Well, you know, Anyways. you're talking about Canadians. You know, we perfect time for a quick, uh, quick tangent on our new DPN member, the Big D what? Podcast. Is, is he Canadian? Yeah. Oh, I didn't read that. Red, yet. red stag or red deer or some, <laughs> some obviously Canadian name of a province, not province, but a town. It's well, I think a couple of the character breakfast people are from Canada. Yes, they've made some references oh, okay. that about okay, going over true. the border with seeds or something that made me think they were Canadians. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. If they At least two that. of them. I think just two of them. Imagine and Pluto. I think those. Okay. I'm not sure about the other guys, but all right. But it's good. Well, the, the Big D did want us to plug him, so there's your plug. Well, no. Good, bad, ugly, Jeff, there's your plug. Jeff wanted us to plug the Big D. Oh, is that who was? I didn't yeah, read yeah. who posted it. I just saw Plug Big yeah, D. The Actually, I, he's got some good write-throughs, i got to say. I, I, that's the high-definition guy. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. It's making me, I can't wait to Everest, two months. Oh. Yeah, I am. Um, this last week, I called and made all our reservations for dining. That's nice. Appar- I'm done with that. Apparent. Well, yeah, but your trip's a lot sooner than mine too. <laughs> it is, but, isn't it? <laughs> but here's something that I found out when I was talking to them that that yes, they you can make reservations 180 days out, but they don't yes. do the full release of all the tables until 90 days out. So you, if you don't get one at the 180 day, you call it 90 again, there'll be more tables. Supposedly, yes, because yeah. you know I'm I'm taking. We're a group of eleven, so <laughs> don't laugh. Uh, so, so I'm like, yeah, we want to eat, you know, the cellar, right? We want to eat the cellar. Oh, oh, I hear that's really good. Yes, well, we're. I can't believe I forgot to do that yeah, one. Well, they said, well, I can give you three tables of four. Okay, yeah. all of our all of our stuff's three tables of four, except for one as two <laughs> tables of six. And then that's when she explained that, well, you know, we have. Are you grabbing a beverage? I'm, I'm grabbing an adult beverage. I got to see what my choices are. <laughs> now, Luke said I needed to pop one open for him the next time I did this. Okay. So. Do you want yeah. one? Sure. I've I've got um, Smirnoff Ice. I got green apple or watermelon. No. Oh, I got a fuzzy navel here too. No. No. <laughs> Just want a beer. That's quasi. That's quasi adult beverage. Yeah. Well, this is what's in there right now. So I think it was left for my last. Right. Poker now game. make sure you hold the the the. Uh, the lid up to the microphone, so when you bust it open, people can... In- Did you hear that? Yeah, sort of. Okay. All right. So anyways, <laughs> uh, 
four tables of four, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's when I was explaining. Well, that's kind of odd. She goes, "Well, they they really do limited release at 180 days. Um, at 90 days, they release more of the tables." I'm like, "Okay, fine." So you may still luck out. And yeah, I'll call them back at 90. Was that the only one you had trouble with the seller? No, all my meals are. Because it's not the seller. I, I haven't been in it, but I'm guessing it's not a real large restaurant. Like I don't know. You know, I've never been in either. I'll tell you though what, what our situation is. Our first, we arrive in the evening like you do. You taking that ten o'clock? I'm taking the red eye flight. Oh, you're doing the red eye again? Yep. All right. Well, we're taking. Hey, here, here's my idea. Hit the ground running. I don't want to waste a day traveling. So yeah, I'll travel at night. I hear you. Well, we're arriving at 6 p.m., so we figure we're checked in. So we got reservations at uh, the restaurant at our resort. We got two tables of six. Next day, we're going to Liberty Tree Tavern for dinner. You know, I wanted to try that, but the freaking character meals everywhere. Yeah, so we're we're braving a character meal because it's it's family yeah, style. It, it's a family style dinner. Is it? Yeah. It sounds good. I mean, when I was reading the menu, it, it all sounds good, but that that. Excuse me, I have to say the character meals kind of, I don't want to say scare me off, but it's like, can't I sit down and have a freaking yes, meal? Yes, you can. At other places. Some, yeah, <laughs> but even at Disneyland, some of my favorite restaurants, freaking characters everywhere. Well, like, get we're, the, we're not doing hmm. it for character. We're doing it for family-style meal and yeah, no, character. I guess it, well, you know, if, if you want a good family-style meal, you got to do the... Uh, hoop doo yeah. Well, we're going to do that one this year. We, we haven't done that in 20 years, but yes, that's a good character meal, but for many... Is going as you? That'd be kind of expensive yeah. too. But anyways, the one at the land for the the one that goes in the circle, forgot uh, the land grill or garden grill, garden grill. That's a I, character place too, isn't it? Yeah. Luckily, they came by once, and the girl came by. And says uh, the characters come by. We're like, yeah, we're good. Thanks. Okay. No. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, we took a couple. We took the cheesy snapshot and all that. But I, I only did it because we had a table service meal left we hadn't used, and it was available, and we took it. It was actually busy. We had to wait a little while, but I liked the food. I, I thought, you know. And that's the important part, too, right? The food. Right. Well, anyway, so we're three times four there, three tables of four. Next day is sci-fi dine-in, three tables of four. Again, that I go for the atmosphere. The food is sure. Aver- food's average, but the atmosphere is a lot of fun. Well, she first told us to try to get us into two, car- two tables of six because, you know, the big cars, but apparently yes, that's not working yeah. out. Let, you know what? The, the, the seller's ahead. three. I'm going to get through this list. Damn it! No, I was going to tell. Can I make a comment <laughs> on ahead. Sci-Fi Diner? Go ahead. Okay, Rich, Richard told me this, and after now having experienced it, I think he's full of shit. Oh. oh. Okay. He says, "Oh, if it's full, you know, everybody's waiting for the car. Tell them you'll sit at the picnic benches." Okay. Now, did you you saw the picnic benches, right? No. Oh, they're all the way at the back. Like you know, if you're at a drive-in and you had the. The, the oh. building you went in to get the pizza <laughs> and all that, you know. Board, yeah. yeah, it's they're all the way in the back like that. And I'm sorry if if I'm going to the sci-fi dine-in, I want to be in a car. Now, granted, you have to sit with people in front of you, but it's not real conducive to you know a lot of yuck yuck and uh, looking at each other and talking and all that. But if you want to mac out in the back of the car, it's good for that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but the whole atmosphere of being at the drive-in is not to be at the freaking yeah. picnic table in the yeah, back. Sit, but sit, sit anyways, car, yeah. you know. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so next day we're going to the cellar, three tables of four. Uh, next day, lunch at the Primetime Cafe at Disney Studios. We got two tables of six there. You can do that. At, wait, Primetime, that's the... Um... That's where mom washed her hands. Yeah, you, you're going to do that one again, huh? Yeah, we like that. And and that's an extra magic hour for Animal Kingdom that evening. 
Oh. And since there's no really good sit-down places at the Animal Kingdom, we're doing... Yeah, they, need, they need some help over there. Yeah, we're doing table service for lunch that day, and we'll do, like, Flame Tree Barbecue for dinner. Um, and then our last table service, we're going to use in Italy, again, three times uh, four. Um, Italia. We wanted to try that when we didn't do that. You know, if we've got some good Italian restaurants out here. We eat at a lot, and she's Italian, and we, she's real picky about Italian, but I hear it's good. We didn't do that. You know, there's a lot of good restaurants, and just not enough time to do them all. Yeah, well, we're only repeating, we're only repeating one restaurant we did last year, and that here. is the Sci-Fi Dine-In. It's the only repeat restaurant. Our but only we're re- we're burning two in the Hoopty Doo review. Ooh. Our only repeats fifties cafe. Everything else we got on the list is new. But remember, we have the one really picky eater, so she'll end up doing a you know a table sur- or a counter service. And I think what I'll do is I'll send the kid, the other kid, with to do. A, counter service too and it'll give us one more table service and then maybe the wife and I can try something else but who knows we'll see that sounds like so, an excellent idea you know you know where you uh, <laughs> go have breakfast I know this is going to sound kind of odd but we had a excellent breakfast when my son and I went and you know we got off the plane uh, you know, after, with all the cheerleaders on it we're kind of like not yeah, I haven't slept in a while. It's on the red eye. And you're, we grump, went over, you're a grumpy guy as it is. I'm not. A, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> Anyways, we, you know, we stayed at the All Star Sports, and and I asked the lady, "Where can we get a decent breakfast?" You know, we could have eaten at the hotel. She goes, Where, "Which park are you going to?" I said, "It doesn't matter. Just give me a good place to eat." She goes, "Go to the Contemporary, and oh. to the the Steakhouse. Uh, what's it called? The um, it's on the Concourse Steakhouse. Concourse Steakhouse, yeah." yeah. Oh, the chicken fried steak. I, I I still think about it. I thought it was really good. My son liked it. It was a you get to watch the monorail go by. I just dig that hotel anyway. So uh, it, was, it was pretty cool. I, if you know, try it. It's good. Okay. I liked it. <laughs> it's totally off the subject yeah, of what yeah. we're doing tonight. Uh, okay. <laughs> but you know, how much can we say about Jeff's suggestion well, you know. he, or his question? Because he is right. I. Kick Pixar out of Epcot. They don't need to be there. That's that's an no. obvious, um, you know, an obvious one. We don't. I think don't maybe he was it. hoping we'd get more incensed about it. Well, I you know, riled up like he is. I, I think he'd probably like me to drop the f bomb on this one, but I, I don't think I need to. It's it's just Pixar doesn't have. I, I'm still upset that Nemo's coming to the submarines. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, you might as well take the subs. And our stupid Tomorrowland Utopia, and just kind of draw the line there. And they're Fantasyland now. Don't even call them Tomorrowland. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it, it's that's all Fantasyland now. Yeah. It has nothing to do with freaking Tomorrowland. But then, what does Buzz Lightyear have to do with Tomorrowland? Uh, well, at least you can uh, you can draw. You know, Buzz lives out in space. He hey, might. You know, I, he uh, might be our future. You never know. <laughs> yeah, I heard Imagine and Pluto talking about the uh, character breakfast. The uh, Buzz Lightyear at Disney World. We didn't do that one. The, the line was always long, and I, I had heard ours was a little better. And having remembering going on that one with your kids that one day, and not really thinking about it, I grabbed the gun. It's on a kind of a cable. Yes. You get move it up and shoot it. Yes. I guess the one that's at Disney World, they're attached to the right. Yes, vehicle. they're on gimbals. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that sucks, man. Yeah. I'd like to be able to pick ours up and move it. That was. Yeah. That's an example of the second iteration of a ride getting improved. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. 
All right, shall we try? Shall we kind of do a an inelegant segue into something else? Uh, else yeah, because oh, I, I, I gotta be able to knock another adult beverage down for Lou while we're on. So okay, I gotta keep well, it going for a little while. All right, well, you know we're we're in about forty-five minutes, so it's no big deal. Um, wait, well, well, there is another. Um, well, wait, we we can talk about our upcoming trips. You've talked a little bit. I could definitely talk about okay. mine, future meets. Uh, well, let's. You know what? We've we've been in the East Coast. Let's go over to the left coast. Come back to Disneyland for a minute. Okay. Saturday, the when are you going to post this show? Because this is all moot if you don't post this show right away. All right. What's today? Today what? is Wednesday, the twenty first. I'll probably post tomorrow. Okay. All right. So if you're going to post Thursday, the twenty second, Saturday, June twenty fourth. 2006, as most of you know, is the premiere of Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland. Now, my my cubicle buddy, partner in crime at work, former Imagineer, was at the park on Father's Day. Remember, we were going to go to the park the other day and bitch yes. about the crowds. Yes. He said Father's Day, the longest they waited was 15 minutes in Space Mountain. Everything else was walk-on. What? Yet. Yeah, and I went to the uh, cemetery with my mother-in-law and my wife and said, all the family. Said, goodbye to... said, you know, they thought the plaque would be there, which it wasn't there. The place was a freaking zoo. It was like a Disneyland parking lot. The cemetery in a hot was summer a zoo? day. Yeah, <laughs> people are. I've never seen this. I've read about this in the olden times, but not in the modern times. People had their lawn chairs out there. They had flags, they had food, you couldn't hardly drive down the streets because two cars were parked on both sides. I don't know if this is a Catholic thing or something that I don't notice because I don't even go to my dad's graveyard very often, and if I do, it's not too far from my work. I can go on lunchtime, kind of say, hey, how do you do? But I don't go on the holidays. You know, it's not something I, I, I really do. Um, I don't know, traumatic maybe, dad dies at 12, you don't really want to go sure. in mind of it. I don't know, but I just don't do it. I could not believe it. I mean, it was like Party City. I can't, it was, I can't believe that Disneyland was empty on Father's Day. No, he, he swear to God, he says, you're walking on attractions, and he was talking about the big setup they had oh, going pirates. on around Pirates, yeah. getting the, the grandstands ready, uh, where they're going to put the screen up on the island. There's pictures so, all over the place, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, that's the premiere Saturday. Now, here's the crux of the whole thing, and I don't have a lot of information here. Some of it comes from... Richard, based on last year. Last year, I understand they, the park did close early, but they allowed guests to be in during the quote-unquote red carpet while uh, Johnny Depp and the, the, the cast and everybody walked down Main Street. Yeah, I guess there were probably ropes to keep people back sure. up on the, the street. Supposedly, it took Johnny about an hour to walk down Main Street. He talked to guests, signed autographs. Very friendly, very engaging guy from what everybody says. Um, you know, earning a shitload of money. He's got his private island, all this kind of crap. But anyways, I digress. I understand this year that's not going to happen. And also, Richard said last year people were lined up at 2 and 3 in the morning. I mean last time. Last time to go wait to get in because they knew this was happening. Well, this year they're going to close at, is it 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock? 5, I, I think. 5, 5 p.m. Uh-huh. Now, I was told they're also opening earlier, and I haven't looked up the times for the day. Oh, God. So it's opening. It is opening earlier. Um... Supposing my kids are going to go braid this. I don't, I don't think I want to do it. 
I might make for a good podcast. But anyways, I don't know that we're, people are going to be able to stick around to see the red carpet deal or not. I'm not uh, yeah, sure how that works. I've heard different. I've heard that you know Disneyland's closing. Get out. Oh, and on the if on the way out, go ahead and stop here along this roped off area. And you want if you want to see the red carpet arrival. After yes. red carpet arrival is done, you will be shown the door. Right. So and then um, so basically, the official opening day of Pirates of the Caribbean version two, as I guess we can start calling it now, <laughs> is um, actually going to open Monday, the twenty sixth. Though. My guess is there's probably soft openings for cast, crew, et cetera, et cetera, of the movie. on Sunday? Uh, Maybe a sneaky peeky on Sunday. Again, maybe for cast members, crews, things like that. Don't know. Just guessing based off of previous, you know, openings and things like that. Um, But anyways, the official opening is Monday. And Mice Cast and Imaginary My Way will be in the park. (laughs) Both, Prob- both podcasts. Wow. Both podcasts. What, what do you know? I mean, both of them will be there. And I hear Paul Barry from Wendell to the no, Magic. No, he, he posted on the forum that he can't go. Oh, so I was told he was going, so he's not going. He posted on the forum. He was not. Something okay, happened. I, I, I didn't go. read that. So anyways, we'll be there. Both of our podcasts will be there. <laughs> I will actually be wearing Imagining My Way t-shirts, which are available at CafePress.com. Uh, store ID IMW2. Uh, anyways, uh, Mike may actually be wearing a shirt if he actually gets to order it from well, Dazzle for the, I, the Mice my, Cast. My, my Zazzle order has been charged. I've been charged for it. But, you know, our stuff is... The Mice Cast shirts are dark, so they take extra time. So there's a big fat question mark when I'll have well, a you, Mice You, you should have just did a light one so you could get one quick for the event. Uh, dumbass. No. I, white's not us. We're not white. Yeah, you Navy people. You just can't think ahead. You Sometimes you just got to sacrifice... And take one for the team. What are you so talking you can, about? You can be out there and and have your logo present. Uh, no, you got to wait for the right color. You sissy. You're such uh, a woman. Anyway, you, know you know the Navy's the only military branch that changes uniforms for the season, right? You yes. know they wear dark in the winter and they wear light colors in the in, in the yeah. summer. Unlike yeah, some yeah, other, yeah, unlike yeah, some yeah. other branches, that sweat and the dark colors they have year round. Hey, you don't like our bus driver uniform? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so I gotta say, other than our dress uniform, now hey, we used to they, it change. It was changing while I was in, but when I first got in, the dress uniform, the the formal uniform, there was a black and there was a white, uh, and then they were changing to an all blue when I was in, and I don't know what they're what the hell they're doing now, but um, so I thought, well, let's see, no, the army just has the dress. They've got it. What they got a is it battle dress? They have, or? Well, they have the camouflage battle dress uniform, you have the regular army green, and then they have army blue for formal events. The f- just Yeah, I'm just thinking they're formal. And then the, the Marines have their formal... They have and, dress blues, and they also have a dress green. Yeah. But yeah, in general, you're right. You guys wear the you know the, the white little flared pants during the summer, and then... Yeah. And then the, Yay. You know, Yay. <laughs> Boy, there's a... You guys could be disco dandies. I mean, yeah. No wonder the... Can't, uh, can't mistake a sailor walking down the street, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in San Francisco. Oh. Anyway, but anyways. So, so yes, there is. We will be there on the 26th. I think our intended arrival time is around 8. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm going to be at Cathedral City during the day at a 3 o'clock meeting in Cathedral City. You'll be fine. Well, 8 o'clock, I think, so, is a good time. It's going to work out good. We'll both be there standing in line, probably trying to. We'll probably throw a show together while we're waiting. 
You know, yep, bringing the old Eye River and the binaural mics with us, and the, we're gonna the, we're gonna try to do a a you know mice cast type ride through and not totally bug the people rip, around rip us off, at the same time. The sense, yeah. um, now the doom and gloom people think that the lion's going out to mansion. So, no, no, I, I have no problem with that. We we got time to kill. I'm just thinking, you know, that's a long ass flight. Hey, I've done it for Space Mountain. The weekend it opened. I think I can do it for Pirates sure. of the Caribbean. Sure. Conversation will be it. Maybe we'll get our. Maybe someone asks us for our autograph. Hey, I, I found that audio, and I was breaking oh. it up on Audacity last night. I've got a. You know, you can hear Brad and I talking just fine. It's the woman that you know. She's a little bit because she was the table next to us, so she wasn't you know right on top of the mic or anything. So I uh, want to hear that. Have you isolated it? Is it? Yeah. So you can. Yeah. Is it on FTP? I can go grab it somewhere. No, I'm gonna be. It's gonna be part of imaginarymyway.com. Oh well, geez, you're due for a show. How long's it been? Three weeks. Well, I, I had a death in the family. Give me a break. Yeah. Okay. I, I did want to see. He's been in the ground a week, and I did it a few days before. Uh, I had to do the eulogy and stuff, so it's probably been a week and a half, two weeks since the okay. show. So I actually was gonna do one tonight, but then you called, and we didn't do it last night because you know, I had, had technical technical problems, technical problems resolved. So. Hey, by the way, how you know? I just installed uh, that Verizon FiOS fiber optics. Yeah, well, fifteen megabits down, two megabits I got, up. I got I'm a new, I got a new cable box. Is that what your problem was? Apparently, mm. my cable modem was six and a half years old. <laughs> Serious? It was the original equipment they dropped off of my house when I ordered the stuff in yeah, nineteen. Probably two or three versions ago of what they're selling well, now. When I, too. when I called the cable company, I you know, hey, I'm having problems. All right, let me check the. The guy was in Newfoundland, okay? <laughs> right? Boy, I've heard of outsourcing, but Ma- Newfoundland? <laughs> Maritime Province of Canada, Newfoundland, right? He's the overnight, they're the overnight support for this cable company. And he goes, yeah, I can see, wow, your signal gain's way off the charts. Oh, my gosh, we'll send somebody out as soon as we can. He goes, what kind of cable box do you have? And I read him, it says, 3Com US Robotics. He goes, he probably laughed at you. He did. He goes, you know, that box was decertified about three years ago. <laughs> like, well, no one came and gave me a new one. Yeah, thanks for telling yeah, me, Yeah, right? exactly. So now I got a scientific Atlanta or whatever the heck. Ah, anyway. <sighs> uh, All right. So we told people we're going to be there. We'll probably, I'll, you know, we'll post it again. Maybe a couple listeners will show up. I don't know. Um, what else? Well, let's see. You wanna what plug else your, do we? You want to plug your show some more? Of course, I mean, I'm going to plug my show. I've been I mean, working on my website okay, too. But you've yeah. been, but you've been pimping. You've been pin- you've been pimping the imaginary my way every turn you get. Hey, have you listened starts- to any of those? I also yes, pimp I our show, so you know. I, I listen. I listen to the IMW Reflex, which yeah. is the last show you did. Good, and I pimp our show, so uh, really, to the extent. Yeah. Oh, I say I'm you know one half oh, of the ice okay. cast or right. something. Like that. Oh. I can't pimp. I can't pimp the DPN too much because I'm not officially a member of the That's DPN. That's true. But, you know. Um. Oh, speaking of pimping, though, you know, MiceCast gear can be found at Zazzle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we got kicked off of Cafe Press. Yeah, I was able to plead my case, plead our case to Zazzle. But so, though IMW is available on Cafe Press because right, you don't use anything uh, daring in your logo, apparently. But but you do have to go to IMW two because there is an IMW already. Right, so if so. you go to the store, it's IMW two. Yeah. Zazzle dot com forward slash MiceCast. Okay. The links on uh, the links on on the DPN, not yet on the website. Yeah, yeah. nice. Who's who's the webmaster? They can't get that together. Hey, 
the voicemail lines up there. That well, got that fixed. Took, that took you a while. And I put the official DPN logo on our website. And, ap- and after I take down the tower one and put up the other one, then Jeff says, oh, you could use either one. I like the tower better, to be quite honest. Uh, you know, I think I'm going to put the tower one back. Uh, sorry, Jeff, but I, I like the other one better. Though, it's the shirt. I see he finally has some DPN shirts, and that is that is cool. Yeah. So the right. DPN shirt looks good. That guy did a good job on the logo. The logo looks nice. I I prefer the tower, but the other one's very colorful, very fun, very Disney-like. Sure, so, catches your yeah. eye. It, you know, it does catches your eye in a, in a different way, and I think it's it's fine. It's you know, it, it look it looks very good. So, can't argue with that one. So yeah. you know, screw the iPod. I, I like other MP3 players, but you know, can't have everything. All right. Um, Let's see. Should we pimp my wife's book? Yeah, I think we should. Did you buy it yet? By the way, available on Amazon, Borders, you know, all those things. No. What is taking you so? We give you a private invitation to. Yeah, I know. Be in I'm, a, it's it, sitting right uh, here. I'm looking right at it. It's mocking fir- me. To get a first edition, though. It's mock. <laughs> and I, I can make sure that it gets signed, so you have an autograph first edition. Oh yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Like I can't so, show up. Like I can't show up at your house anytime we get that done on my own, right? Well, you know, I mean, I can get you an audience with her if if you need that. I mean, it, and, oh, and for those of you out there who might have missed the last podcast, it's K, as in kilo, M, as in. What do they use for him? I say Mike. I never. Oh, okay. Thank you, Mike. And in as in Nancy Boy. November. <laughs> books.com. So K M N Books.com. She's writing under Karen Michelle Nutt as the name, and it's called The Mist of Time. This is the first of about six or seven she's got, but the really? first one that's been published. Yeah, she's written uh, six or seven of them now, are but this is the first one that's been published. Are they all the same character going through? No, no, oh, no, no, not the same characters. This is probably the same general kind of genre. To be honest, I haven't read them. <laughs> my, uh, Your time's my, coming. <laughs> what's that? Said Your my time is coming. Well, it has come now because I told her. And this was an incentive thing. Some people thought I was being mean, but I actually there was a method to my madness. I said, I'll read them when they're published. Because at first she was kind of being namby-pammy, putting off trying to get published. Or she'd get one rejection later, and then she didn't want to do it anymore. I'm like, oh, screw it. I'm not going to read it to you to publish it. So then she kind of self-published, made a couple you know books of her own that she was sharing around at work. So now nah, it doesn't count, doesn't count. So now she's published, so I've got to read the damn thing. Uh, but everybody that's read it... Uh, you know, have said they enjoyed it. So, you know, I don't know if they're just being nice or I'm thinking it's probably really good. She's pretty good at writing and stuff. Well, that's good. So we'll see, but we're a little disappointed with the publisher's charging. We have no choice in that matter. So I told her just be happy you're published and we'll go forward from here. Maybe we'll find a different publisher, get an agent or something. So, so she, you know, she's, she's digging that. So it's, but she's anal. You know, she's going to listen to it and re-listen to it and have it read to her over, you know, the PDF thing and, you know, correct it. And, you know, I said, don't worry. I've read top-of-the-line books, Tom Clancy's, and, you know, Dean Koontz that have errors in them and, and misspells and things like that. It's just, there's just, you know, too many words to be perfect on. And so. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's just, they all make mistakes. I mean, if someone types it, scans it, whatever they do to get it in there, there's, it's, it's just not a thing that you could be perfect on. It's just no way. But, uh, all right. Are you done? Um, for that plug, yeah. You got more? I don't know. I'm, give me a second. I'm sure I could think all of right. something. Well, okay. Do, we have another voicemail we have to play. Sure. All right. We can do that. Okay. Anytime you want to do that. Well, hang on. I'm going to give a quick setup. 
Okay, just relax. Um, I'm waiting. I'm just enjoying my adult beverage. Right, Go ahead. Uh, voicemails from a gentleman uh, listening to us in Utah. He's a mail carrier, and basically he was uh, uh, just giving us kudos and props. And he made a specific mention that he got sucked in on our April Fool's episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Uh, that, I like that episode. That was fun. Hey, now so. should I tell my mail carrier joke? Oh, okay. No, let, I don't let, know. let me. Maybe right. not. All right. Well. Let me play the voicemail first, and you take okay. the 30 seconds to think about it, okay? okay? And then when we're done with the voicemail, you can think if you want she to. She put one of alienate one of our two or three him. listeners. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Hang on. Here we go. Hey, MiceCast. This is Red out in Utah. Keeping my butt on my postal route, but just being lazy and calling you guys. I decided to subscribe to every little podcast that's in the Disney Podcast Network, and I must say... You guys are hilarious. Keep it up. Love what you're doing. And you know what? Your April's full thing. I was laughing my ass off so hard. People were looking at me like I'm some fool. So keep it up. Later. All right. So are you, are you going to tell your joke now? No. Okay. Discretion. No, it, it's, it's discretion. <laughs> yes, yes. It's a better part of valor. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, it's, he might find it funny. I'm. You know, we'll, we'll see how many requests I get for it now. I probably, you know... Everybody's got a big build-up for what it is. Sure, it's nothing. It's probably a third-grade joke, right? In the fourth grade, at least. Okay. I don't think it's quite third. You know which one it is. About the flag flying half-staff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you might have actually told that joke on a show previously. I, I might have, because it's... <laughs> Obviously, it still makes you laugh, so... Well, you know... I work next door to a post office, so... Well, and you are a public employee, so what can you say? Yeah. <sighs> All right. I, are we done? I, I seem like we're just like... the show's Coasting like, and the, the making show's, things up as we go? The show's been in the mud. You know, I just can't... We just, the last one just rolled off, probably because we had pent up... Yeah, from all those interview shows. Yeah, yeah. I told you we should have split some of those up and tease people, make them wait and put okay. a real show in between, but... All right. What did I... T okay. You were unavailable for very good reason, but you were unavailable. Oh, not for three... Forget it. Don't, don't get me going. Anyways, we're still waiting for Bob to call us because Bob's supposed to have the scoop on Lou, which I really want to know what that... that, that uh, uh, what? Haka Lugi guy's got oh, going over there. Did that, hit? that was hilarious. <laughs> goes, you think my road rage is bad? He's hawking loogies. I never hawked a loogie no, in my life no. on someone's car because of road so rage. Funny. He goes, I'm it gonna, was funny. I'm going to plant a big green one. I'm like, green, <laughs> what, did, what did he just say? Well, considering he's this nice guy, yeah. Lou, on the, you know, the uh, uh, Beyond Main Street vidcast. And, and, and I would just love to hear... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> As he tries to dig one up. That would crack me up. <laughs> and then at the end when he comes back, oh, here's the car still here. I'm thinking, oh, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. And he did. Wuss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course you would have, right? If that's your thing. Uh, I'm not a loogie hawking person. You know, no. Leaving nasty notes on a car or something like that, that would be more my style. Yeah, okay. Full of misspellings and everything, right? Probably. You guess I don't have a spell check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put the fear in if I If I kept it in little words, I'd be okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are stupid, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Who taught you to drive? <laughs> With the letter U instead of Y-O-U? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, like the kids do now when they instant message each oh, other. Gosh. I get, to, I see what the, how my, my kids write to each other on the phones and stuff, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> That's a special uh, kind of shorthand. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what half of it means. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. We've plugged. We've played our voicemails. So uh, we plugged the measuring my way. I guess more than once. That's good. Yeah. The big D. He got his. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I want to know what. I have to ask the big D. What kind of camera he's using? Because uh, one of his I, one of his threads will have it. I think he talks about it. Did he? Okay. Because uh, I I know there was uh, a couple of people out there asking about different cameras and. I thought Richard told me you couldn't stream high definition. Maybe it's just downgraded to whatever can be streamed, but it's obviously obviously shot in sixteen by nine format. And um, oh, just like I should like to know. I didn't know he was in Canada, considering that ride through like, he did on Everest, which was great. And there was absolutely nobody in the line. Just like and Tiki it, Bar. Uh, and it looked like there's a um, Tiki Bar episode. Went Space Cadet or the, yeah, the yeah. new one? I've seen Space Cadet. What? That's, not, that's, that's like a week old. Well, crap. It's new to me. The last okay. One, the last one it, was, it was all right. I downloaded some of the their their uh, they've got stuff for the Mac, little icons and stuff. So I, I downloaded oh, okay. some of those. It's kind of cool. Anyway, there, there's, a, there, there's a Lala shrine. <laughs> you have a Lala shrine. There's a Lala shrine of icons. That's what one of the folders is called. It oh. says Lala shrine. It's a bunch of icons and stuff. Um, but anyways. Um, yeah, I'd like kind of like to know technically, really, if it's 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 shot in high definition. But I don't think technically what you're seeing is uh, high yeah, definition. Obviously, what but, what so. high def though? Four eight four thirty four eighty p seven twenty p ten eighty i. Yeah, I don't know. Which it looks one? pretty cool though. I'm, right. I'm I'm looking for a new camera to get before I go out to to Disney World because my idiot time. my idiot kid dropped my Canon ZR one hundred. I think which wasn't great, but it was mini DV. And I finally got my uh, uh, Final Cut HD Express working with the new binary software that they finally released. But uh, I was looking at that Panasonic. I think it's a DV DV30 AG DVX30. Yeah, something, something like, that. like that. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. i right. hopping around eBay looking at what deals we have out there. But. Well. Are you are you, are we ready to wrap up here? I don't know. I was down in the rest of my adult beverage for Lou. All right. Well, um, let's see. Have you updated our websites at all? Have you put any new pictures? Anything up there? No, the pictures come from you. Have you given me any pictures? Uh, oh, I remember. I I watch what I send you now because you just dumped the whole. Okay. So have you whole, sent me anything? No, I'm working on my own website oh, now. All right. Well, then why are you give me crap? Don't you have pictures? Have you never taken a picture in one of the Disney parks? I have taken pictures of Disney parks, but they pale in comparison to your outstanding uh, photograph. Nice, nice kiss up, by the way. But uh, <laughs> I'll have to s- send you something then. Uh, uh, let's see. No pictures. The voicemail lines up. With, oh, did, we haven't done the housekeeping plugs. Or the DPN plug? No, no, the housekeeping plugs. Send us email. Oh, yeah. Greg at MiceCast.com. Be, be the heme- Mike at MiceCast.com. <laughs> send, vo- send us a voicemail. You've heard we played Jeff's. And the guy from Utah, I can't remember his screen name off the top of my head. But the <laughs> nice. Voice- well, you know, I don't want to do it wrong because some people I know would just do it wrong and think it's funny. And who, who, what are you saying? 
<laughs> talking about Earl, who can't get the no. uh, URL right for the DPN, no matter no, how hard about, he tries. No, I'm talking about you. Me? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Okay. Anyway, voicemail line 206-600-MICE, 206-600-6423. Drop us a line. Drop us a line via voicemail. Drop us a line via email. Hey, by the way, did you listen to, to Jeff's new show? Uh, the tw- uh, p- 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 no. When he talks the about bath- yeah, Lion Kings and bathrooms and... Uh, I guess Club Cool's back open because when we were there in August, it was closed. Oh yeah, it, to, I, I it guess was open in the it was open when we were there in spring I break. I guess there's some he, nasty version of Coke called oh, Beverly yeah. or something. He, he got he got the man the Mandarin Mini to drink the uh, I think it's an Ital Italy drink uh, uh, a Coke product, but it's not. He called it something I forgot what it is. It's supposed to clean your palate or uh, something like Ooh. that. It's, it's pretty nasty. I thought the Russia one was pretty nasty. My kid tried them all. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but there's some nasty stuff. No, there. I'm behind. He had, he had a lot of good bathroom stuff. He was, he was checking out the bathrooms again. So it's a funny show. Funny show. I like that show. Always is. Oh, my God. Oh, right. so, so yeah, send us some ideas if you... Yeah, I mean, like you know, Jeff. Come on, take his lead. You know, we don't. We're not too proud to talk tackle any subject, are we? <laughs> no, we're not very proud at all. All right, uh, we'll talk about uh, any lame thing that's out there to bitch about. Uh, I, I, I'm still pissing me off that I can't get into Disneyland without only four gates being open, and you have to wait in a freaking long yeah, line just to get the, in there. Uh, they have staffing well, you know, problems. I, yeah, that's what they. You know, that's the. That's the complaint they keep having. I don't, you know, again, I'm not working there. Richard could help us with that. But um, once I get in the park, you know, Jeff, Jeff mentioned something about seeing things closed. Well, you know, we go there enough to know that, you know, that thing is just closed all the time, or that's a seasonal thing. So yeah. he may not be as aware of what's a seasonal operation versus a actually closed facility that hasn't been opened in years. Uh, inside the park, I haven't noticed as much. Richard's like, well, look over there in that store. Three out of the five registers are closed. I said, you know, the last time I was in there, all five were open, so I don't know what you're talking about. So again, but I'm a, not there every day like Richard regist- is. closed but. register is not the same as a closed restaurant. No, no, no. Definitely not at all. But half the turnstiles, no, we went, not yeah, last Sunday, I think. And we were surprised. Almost every turnstile was open. And we zipped right in. Yet I've been there on a weekday or in an afternoon. And the line stretches out to the rows, the, to the oh, to the compass yeah. rows, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm about ready to start digging to see if the Holy Grail's down there. It's, but it's still, I mean, it's, <laughs> it still only takes you know 15 minutes. It's not that long to get processed why, in. Why should I have to wait 15 minutes to get into Disneyland on a weekday or? Should, and then I always end up in the line with the EVC <laughs> or some ticket that doesn't work or a single day pass they've already used. In, California, I'm I'm always behind the idiot in line. I don't know what it is, but I'm always there. You chose poorly. I chose poorly. You know why? Because I went to the shortest line. No wonder it was the shortest line because (laughs) that or the cast member can't scan the damn ticket. Yeah, that's Uh, really hard nowadays, right? Bleep. Oh, yeah. yeah, Okay, go to the Disney World parks. Bleep. How how many DFs can't stick their fingers in the biometric scanner? Yeah, that biometric thing, sometimes it's cranky. Because I had we no problem getting in Typhoon Lagoon. I had no problem getting in Epcot. No problem. In, let's go to Magic Kingdom. Couldn't get in. 
Yeah, it's all the slimy kid fingers, probably. You know, the fingers been up their nose and then the butt and all that. And then the, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Who, kn- who knows? You know, they should have a little little doily thing to wipe your hands off after you're sticking your fingers in there. I mean, you, the local grocery stores now have the little uh, sanitizers right next to the uh, the grocery cart. You got to think about how disgusting a grocery cart handle must be. Right, you got your snot-nosed brat sitting oh, in the gosh, seat. They're yeah. picking their nose. They're they're rubbing their crotch. They're they're grabbing onto you okay. know the handle. Okay, that's enough. That's just, <laughs> that's just retarded. <laughs> now you now you're gonna take some Kleenex with or some kind of cleaning device with you next time, aren't you? You gonna have the plastic gloves on while you're well, shopping. I used next to time. have always. I always used to have wipes handy, you know, because you know. Had well, when the kids, kids are real see. small, yeah, you always yeah. get the wipes handy. But I mean, yeah. really, I mean, you think about it. Uh, Almost should be wearing gloves in a grocery store. I mean, the crap that must be on those. They yeah, never clean yeah. them. I don't care. Any bug that ever bit me died a horrible death, so I don't. I don't care. Um, yeah. But before we sign off, I wanted to. to <laughs> <laughs> We've oh, really got to oh, an all new low here. Gosh. Uh, I just wanted to you know remind people that we're going to be at Disneyland on the twenty sixth, um, and that our next show should contain audio from that trip. Or, actually, my goal is to have the whole show be audio from that trip, but we might have to bookend it with, you know, intros and outros or whatever. Well, we'll have to give intros and outros, unless we want to do it totally about, want, live on the cuff. I'd love to do it that way. Wow, but if it don't work, you're, you're really, but if it don't worse, work, it don't work. You're really reaching, but yeah, worst case is we come back to the studio, add a few cuts here and there just to kind of set things up. Well, you know, we might have to set things up because, you know, we'll stop and start stop the recorder and it may not make sense to the listening audience what's going on. That's true. But, you know, we'll, we'll do our best. And, again, look for um, look for us. I'll be wearing a white polo shirt with the Imagineering My Way logo on the uh, the breast of the shirt. Mike, if he's lucky, will be wearing a dark blue shirt with the MiceCast logo on it. And uh, if I'm, I'm un- just... If I'm unlucky, I have no idea what I'm wearing. Yeah, I'm just a hair taller than Mike. I'm about 6'1". I think he comes at around 6 foot. Um, I've got a little bit of gray. He's he's got no hair, uh, no hair and a goatee. I've got a lot of hair and just a little bit of gray in it. And uh, you know that's that's look for us around You're pirates. Such a stinking liar! You know the reason. What about you not having any hair? That's a, a god honest a, truth. Are you wearing a hat? No, I I don't need to wear a hat okay, to cover so up my bald head. So you're, not, you're not gonna be wearing a hat, and you say I have a little bit of gray. Yeah. Okay. A little bit of gray all over. I mean, what's the, <laughs> you know, I don't think I'll. But you know, but maybe I should wear a hat. I've got, I've got the uh, you know the uh, imaginary my way babe and I both bought those um, uh, pirate cowboy hats. She's got the pirate princess, and I've got the the I other seen ones. Those. I haven't seen those. Yeah, they're like cowboy hats. They're they're huh. pretty cheaply made, but they're fun. And I also have my. Walt Disney World Pirates baseball cap that they don't sell the same version out here as the one I got. I'm, I'm thinking I should wear a Legoland hat. Oh, thanks, Bob. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take a page out of the Bob book and wear something completely <laughs> or the uni- Yeah, Universal, but wear a mummy mummy <laughs> one or something. I don't know. Uh, I've, I've got a pirate, you know, should I go really DF and wear my my 10-year-old uh, pirate T-shirt at the same time? Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah I don't okay. think I'll go that far. All right. Anyway. Uh, i got to wear the Imagine My Way and pimp the show while I'm there. That's now. right. Anyway, we'll be there. We'll be recording. I'm sure we'll run into somebody that, that. Well, no, I'm not so sure. Run into a listener, but we'll <laughs> let's hope the, not. No, the, just kidding. The chances just kidding. are good. Yeah. Um, hey, hey, you never know. Like I say, Brad, 
bringing Disneyland home and I are sitting having a, a nice conversation, and what's the chance that someone sitting next to you is a listener. I mean, I mean, really. I mean, we didn't tell anybody we would be there, as far as I, nope. I know. No, nope. there are some and board, there are some DPN board discussion, but yeah, very, I, minimal, very minimal. Yeah. So, and she's not a board member; she just listens to the podcast sometimes. So, that was um, that's pretty incredible to to have that happen. So it's just out of the blue. It's very, very weird. It's I mean, it's it's weird to I mean, really. They wanted Brad's autograph. She says, "You aren't you the guy from up north?" Because I. I think I blurted out or something. Which podcast do you think we are? Because I was kind of curious uh-huh. to know. And she said, well, you guys from up north, right? And I said, well, he is. So she probably really, I signed it too. Why not? I think the, you know, my 15 minutes of fame. Five but seconds she, of fame. Okay. Yeah, she really, I think, was hot for Brad. I think, um, <laughs> I'm well, sure. not hot. I'm she sure had Mrs. a family there. But, I'm sure Mrs. Um, Brad, okay. Yeah, Mrs. Bringing Disneyland Home might not find that funny. But she doesn't believe you got to ask for the autograph. She's really wait, waiting to hear that audio, so i got to get it up. On the show, yes. Um, so. Maybe you can well, do that after we sign off here. I why not? I've got plenty of studio time left. You can okay. go do whatever you want to do. Right. While I open another adult beverage while we're uh, I'm doing that show. All right. Well, you enjoy. I, I I try. You can leave now. You can go home, and I'll stay in my studio okay, and work fine. for a while. Well, then the, then let's finally wrap up at our usual one hour and fifteen. Goodness gracious. Yeah, who gives a crap? Yeah. They don't like it, they can turn it off That's and listen right. to it in two, sure. two segments. Two you know, why not? Okay. You, you make too much out of the length of the show. If they don't want to listen that long, they'll, they'll split it up in two. Okay. We'll leave it If they don't there. like, they won't listen. Who cares? It doesn't mean we're going to stop, right? That's true. There you go. All right. Well, then, I think that's it. I'm going to say goodnight. Good night. This show is a member of the Disney Podcast Network family. Hosted by Jeff at Meandering Mouse. The DPN is a collective discussion forum consisting of some of the finest unofficial Disney podcasts available on the Internet. Pay a visit to www.disneypodcastnet.com and join in on all the fun with your favorite Disney podcasters and listeners.